Let's return to Westchester Eye on the Radio with Peter Moses on 1460 WVOX. This is Charlie Stern on WVOX, 1460 AM, Westchester Eye on the Radio, and we're back with Asha Castleberry Hernandez, uh, running for Congress. And Ardina. And Ardina Seward. I apologize, Ardina. You know, out of sight and not out of mind, but out of sight, but from home today, feeling better, hopefully recovering. What I want to double-click on, Asha, is there's some very practical questions people got, want to understand about these candidates. Let me just kind of jump in lightning round style. How do you make a living? How do I make a living? Yes. I am an educator and a soldier. Okay, so you, you receive a salary from the Army Reserves? Yes. And you receive a salary from City University of New York? Yes. Got it. Okay. And then on this question about uh, campaign funding, uh, I am assuming, you know, you have a middle to upper class life. You are not self-funding your campaign, or, or are you? No, nope, not trying to buy my campaign, like, unlike others on the, on the, um, in the race. But no, I come from the working class, and I have a lot of support, and people are willing to donate. So if you want to donate, donate at com. I'm glad you got that in there. So as of December 31st, the the FEC Federal Election Commission uh, website reports you had fifty two thousand dollars in revenue, um, and some of your competitors uh, they are way way out there. So we saw Mark Longiero's, um from the Journal News. His article indicates Adam Schleifer seven hundred twenty three thousand dollars. David Buckwald five hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Mondaire Jones three hundred fourteen thousand dollars. Oh, by the way, I should also mention just. Because it's going through my head, Nita Lowy was one of the wealthiest individuals in the United States House of Representatives, if not the wealthiest. So is this a middle-class district? And how are you going to keep up with those kinds of numbers? <laughs> this, this is a middle-class district. Uh, unfortunately, there are um, several people uh, in the race that are, come from the wealthiest part of the district, and they have access to a lot of capital, and they're buying the seat. Um, so it's just very unfortunate because it's not a reflection of most people in the district. And if they had joined the race, they would probably have numbers that are a little bit, a lot different. And then, you know, you have some people in the race that have started way, way, way before a lot of us. So they've had the opportunity to raise money quicker. I came in uh, later in the, during the race. So then what's the influence of money in politics in this situation? What are you going to do if you, you know, how much more do you need to raise? And can you get there quickly enough? You need to raise a significant number of money, but, you know, it's about the people. It's about grassroots. It's about reaching out to them. Uh, you know, a lot of Americans, especially the Democrats, are getting sick and tired of, of these ugly norms where politics determines success or the candidacy. It's, you know, it's, it's, especially if you look at the situation when it comes to Mayor Mike Bloomberg. So people know that at the end of the day, you know, you need enough money to stay in the race, but you shouldn't be judged based on the money, how much money you have. You should be based on character. You should be based on experiences. You should be based on judgment. So, you know, we're in a, you know, we're in a different point of history right now where we want someone who best represents us in, the, in, in Congress that is not being really controlled by money, being controlled by corporate PACs, but can but we want to bring someone in that really looks out for the working class. All right, here's here's my here's my point about that. That's very true, and yet because of the lack of news organizations out there, 
all in Westchester, we have some local weekly papers. We have some gadflies. Uh, we have uh, the Journal News. Um, and we have the, the, the patches and the Daily Voice and those. Uh, most people are going to find out about the candidates, unfortunately, because of advertising. And if you have less than one-tenth or one-fifteenth of the person who's raised the most money, how are people going to find out about you since there's such a lack of news out there about people, about people running for office? Well, like I said, there's, you do need enough to raise money. Uh, you know, you, so you do need that especially to help spread your message. But I, that, and that's fine as far as talking about that aspect. But we should not be canceling people out because of the fact that they don't have much money as others. So well, we're, 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 I, I, I am not that. suggesting that that you, that anybody who I, I, I just quit a race. I was uh, I was um, the press person for somebody running for a Buckwald's assembly seat, and I dropped out for a few reasons. One of the reasons was that the the, the person who was running. Um, I didn't know if I'd ever get paid because they're not able to raise money like some of the other candidates. And not being able to raise money is a major shackling point. You can't even even signs to put on people's houses. Uh, you know, people putting those things out, getting the cards out. That costs money. And if you don't have the where the financial wherewithal as a candidate to put those things out there. It's going to be very difficult for people to know who you are. I, I don't know how you can argue that point. I'm not arguing that point, but I will tell you this. This is why I support campaign finance reform in Washington, because the rules are more, are, are more enabling those that are a lot wealthier than those that uh, need to have a fair chance of running for this seat. But that's not going to help you uh, this election. So let me ask you this question then. How are you going to stretch the dollars? Or is it going to be internet advertising? Is it going to be lawn signs? How, how do you do it if you, if you can't write yourself a check for $200,000 like some of these other characters? My team is vigilant as far as fundraising for my, team, uh, for my effort. Uh, and just like we're going to do it as far as the traditional approach, we're going to have lawn signs, we're going to have lots of advertisement throughout the district, and, you know, we will make it happen. Well, that sounds great. But, 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 but to Peter's great. point, advertising still costs dollars. I mean, when you look at some of the, the, the when you look at some of the competition, we're talking about some uh, uh, just signs and uh, well positioned, well well positioned campaign ads that I'm not seeing so much in your campaign. And you have a message, so I'm, it must be very frustrating to you to not be able to get this out to the same extent as some of these other people. My message is already getting out to many people. We, I would not say no one on this phone call has a good handle of where this message is going. We're basing it on what we're seeing on, on in many ways, but my message is getting out there, and this is for the people, and trust me, we will succeed. I, I applaud your confidence, and I hope for your sake that you're right, because you do sound like a, a formidable candidate, and it would be good if people got to hear your message. Um, you're saying that it's getting out there. Are, are you very active on Facebook? Are your people very active on Facebook? Yes. My, my uh, followers love me on Facebook. I always post up where I'm, what I'm doing in the community. I get really excited about it. 
So, you know, we're up and down in the district meeting new new people, shaking hands, kissing babies. It's it's a wonderful um, experience. And this is unfortunate that when we bog down so much on money, we forget about talking about, you know, reaching out to voters and listening to their concerns and what we could do for them in Washington. I, I, we're, we're, Charlie, Ardina, and I are in no way endorsing that people with more money uh, make better candidates. The, the problem is, is that when you, when you have a lack thereof, it's sometimes hard to be heard through the noise because the people with a lot more money make a lot more noise. Asha, are you there? <laughs> yes, I am there. Yes. Uh, your reaction to that? Uh, yes. You know, money does play a big factor in this, and we, we will be uh, ready and rock and roll to make sure that we have everything in place to spread our message throughout the district. Well, we're going to try to put together uh, in the next few weeks a roundtable where all of the candidates uh, can be in the same room with us and we can talk about the issues and that will get your message and everybody else's message out there and we'll see what, what the listeners think. Um, I know I want to thank you very much for being on our air. Is there a final message you want to give to our listeners? Yes. Again, uh, I'm the best candidate in, these, in this uh, race is because I understand the working class as well as national security issues. And I'm not trying to buy the seat. I'm just, you know, raising money to make sure that uh, I can stay in the race as well as, and I will stay in the race. And, you know, definitely visit my, my uh, website, www.ashafocongress.com. And also remember, too, I'm not a carpetbagger. I've been living in this district for quite some time. Can you, can you, can there, you, can you there, say there... your website slower, please? Yes, it's uh, com. Are you saying there's carpetbaggers in this race? Yes, I am. Who, who, who might they, they be? Uh, look, the, look each candidate up and you'll find out. Okay, well, next week... We do have a candidate that has not been here for many decades. Oh, I, I know who that is. Yes. So the, that, the, that the, is, the guy who's raised is, the most money, uh, Schleifer, is, is, uh, has not lived in this district his whole life. Got it. Um, next week, we're going to have uh, someone who Asha is running against, David Buckwald, on our show next week, uh, at least for half an hour. And uh, just to be, for people to understand, I've, David Buckwald and I have been friendly for at least 10 years. I've known him for quite a long time, and his, I know both of his parents as well. He will not get a break from my, me, I promise you that. It's Westchester Eye on the radio, everybody. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back Thank you, next Asha. week. Thank you.